0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Business and Books with Molly McCord where in this podcast we look at strategies and tips that support you with your work in the world and what you share as you build the business of your dreams. And that takes time. It takes money. Uh, It involves usually mistakes. And sometimes, you know, we get those setbacks. But that's all part of this experience. And in this podcast, I hope to give you more understanding and perspectives on how to make the most of your journey and wherever you are on it right now. And in this show, we're going to talk about common mistakes Uh, made by authors and entrepreneurs that you can have a heads up on. And perhaps these are some things you've experienced um, and you've experienced it the hard way. But what I'm going to give you are tips and ways to move through it so that if you're experiencing any of this right now, you'll know how to move through it. I also want to normalize this stuff because we can feel alone in these experiences, and we can think we're the only one, um, and we can, you know, we can have a perspective that everyone else has it figured out, or they're not experiencing a rocky road, or they've figured it out faster. Please know that that is not the case. And in fact, the mistakes, the setbacks, the struggles, the hard stuff, are all opportunities for you to demonstrate a renewed commitment to what you want, and to be compassionate with yourself as you do this uh, for the first time often. You know, every time we begin something um, that is important to us, we're usually figuring it out as we go. There's no clear roadmap. And so it's important to know that the stuff we experience um, that we can judge ourselves for is really just normal and typical and something that I bet every entrepreneur on the planet will raise their hand and say, me too, I've had that, I know what you're talking about, I know what you mean. So I want to get into some of these areas and and just help you get a perspective and a realistic understanding of them. And also, hopefully, eliminate any parts of yourself that feels stuck or alone or even holding yourself to impossible standards. I have been there. I get it. And I hope that this show will help you move through it. If you are new to this program, um, please check out some of my previous episodes where we explore more topics that pertain to us as authors and entrepreneurs. And uh, to introduce myself, my name is Molly McCord, and my website is mollymccord.online, and that is the website where I connect with other authors, healers, solopreneurs, mompreneurs, teachers, guides, however you identify or whatever title you give yourself, anyone who is building their online presence. And I offer you ways to essentially benefit off of my experiences and all of my years in sales, marketing, business development, and relationship development. I am an author, I am an entrepreneur, and I am someone who loves to help and uh, teach. So I I feel that this podcast is another way to let you know you're not alone and to help connect. Now, on my website, mollymccord.online, I did just finally release my services tab, which is where you can schedule a one-on-one consultation or session with me to get to the heart of whatever challenges you're experiencing. And the way that I work is that, you know, just tell me what you're going through, tell me what you need and we're going to get get it worked out. And I'm going to show you next steps. I'm going to tell you what resources to use, where to go, what you need to consider, what you probably didn't know. And just to help you move through to that next level of results that you want. And I work with authors because I am an author. Of 12 books and entrepreneurs, because I I identify with that as well. So, if you resonate with what I offer and share, I really hope that I can help you more and um, that we can connect if that is best for you. So, let's get to it because these mistakes are so normal, you know, and they're not even mistakes, really, Um, they're just that. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know better, and now I do. Or I didn't realize there was a different way or there was an easier way. Um, it's the understanding that, again, you're, we're all just figuring it out as we go. But there are ways to help ensure that you have the right mindset because that is really key. We are surrounded by so much information these days, it's overwhelming. You can go online, you're online for five minutes, and how many articles do you see? How many links? How many images? How many videos? And it's a lot. It's a lot. And so the information I'm giving you here is meant to help you maintain a realistic mindset about your books and your business. And for authors, they are one and the same. Would they go together? Because your books are your business. And if you're an entrepreneur, your, your business um, is everything, usually. Um, usually entrepreneurs are workaholics and invested 24-7 in what they're doing and what they're building. And what they, what we we are meant to be understanding is the expectations on ourselves. And so that is one of the first things I want to offer you is that we often can have unrealistic expectations on ourselves of how this all is going to go and how it's going to play out and how it's going to unfold. And so that's basically the macro version of what we're creating online is that we often have unrealistic expectations and then we're quickly brought down to earth based on what doesn't work and where we're not seeing results. Or you thought it would be easy and, oh, wow, it's so hard. Or, oh, my goodness, how do you get people's attention? And how do you build an email list? And how do you even do all of this stuff with building your author platform? It's not until you really get into it. You have to adjust your expectations. And you have to say, okay, there's a lot more here than I even realized. There's so much more involved, and I had no idea. And I mean, think of every potential category of your business, okay? So there's marketing, there's sales, there's financial, there's online platform, there's offline um, events or, or anything you're doing in person with people every single part of this these areas requires its own knowledge and it's its time commitment and there's a lot that goes into it so please be open to reassessing your expectations of how this is going to go and to understand that where you are at is really the only place you can be. So for example, a, a few weeks ago I was working with a new author who is just getting her first book up onto Amazon, and she overwhelmed by information that wasn't important to where she's at right now. When you're a new author with your first book, your main priority is to get out there, to understand you're new, and to have readers take a chance on you because that's what they're doing. They don't know what your book is about. They don't know who you are, your style, what you offer, the value. You're brand new. And so they're taking a chance on you. And so she has to focus on introducing herself to this this new world of readers. And that takes work. And there's, there's different ways to do that. And there's different ways that are specific to each genre. And so we're getting her established on the right roadmap for that. And I think her mindset was of an author who's been published for a while and who already has a following. Her expectations were essentially years down the road. I had to bring her back to right now and say, okay, let's remember that you're on Amazon now and that's exciting and amazing and it's crazy to see yourself on this you know, global website and this is where your focus needs to be is on introducing yourself to new readers and on getting reviews. That's what it's about. So don't put yourself you know, way down the path of an author who's been doing this for years because that's not where you are. So we're going to rein in your expectations and put you right here into what's important. And so that is really key is that no matter where you are in your business but especially if it's new if it's a new experience for you you have to stay focused on those current priorities and not get ahead of yourself. So I really want to highlight um, don't, don't put yourself further down the road than you really are with what you expect in terms of results. You know, getting thousands of downloads on a book is so exciting and thrilling. And this day and age, it's much harder. And there are multiple things you have to do to get those results. There are multiple things you have to have going on simultaneously to get those results. So In order to do that, you have to set it up properly, and it's not just going to be a one-off, that it just happens. So it all comes back to expectations. I've told you before, if you've listened to this podcast, that back in 2013, when I launched my first book, The Art of Trapeze, I had to launch it three times. I was a new author. No one knew who I was. They didn't understand. You know, I had to introduce myself. And I had to do a lot of things to just embrace the fact that I'm a new author. This is a new world here of being an author and what that means to connect with readers. And you you have to do certain things. Um, I saw this one author who had – amazing endorsements from people in her industry. It's her first book, and she did a lot, a lot of good stuff, great stuff to launch her first book. And I did not work with her. I was I was not. I just want to state that up front, um, that she's just someone that I know through our professional network, but I didn't work with her or coach her one-on-one. And I was just observing uh, because she has all these high-profile um, connections and endorsements, and I thought, oh well what's going to happen what's going to what's you know this is exciting, I hope it really takes off for her and it did not, and I could see why I could see where um, her strategy fell short, and I could see how some things didn't meet her expectations and if you have experienced that in a book launch or with your, even just your business or anything you offer online, a program, you know, a service, anything that you're sharing online, there are certain things you have to have in place these days, or it, it will fall flat. Um, and you know, I can attest to the fact that I've launched programs or online classes in the past, uh, let's see, four years, and I didn't have a single sale I had people sign up, and I had people who are interested, and I couldn't close the sale. I'm like, where did this not happen? And my expectations were not realistic, and it fell flat and it fell through. And I did a, um, a, I went back and examined. Okay, well, what what didn't happen? And I could see, oh yeah, I didn't do this. Or oh shoot, I fell short with that. Or I didn't include this. So you you have to be continually to the sales so understand that there's more you have to have in place instead of just say a cold launch or just all of a sudden releasing something into the world i mean people don't care so you there's more that goes into it these days and you want to make sure that you have all that in place and so I hope that my friend who who did this book launch, I hope she launches again. I hope she re it or takes it to new people um, with a new strategy or something new in place because it's a wonderful book, and I know it can help people, uh, but it, it really comes down to making sure you have certain things in place and uh, to not expect too much because today's marketplace, you just uh, – There's just more that goes into creating a successful uh, launch than ever before. So that's number one is your expectations and to ensure that they're realistic. Number two, the time it takes to do something right and to put all the pieces together. People often don't realize how much time it takes. And so they will commit to a launch date or a final date or – you know, product debut uh, deadline, and not give themselves enough time to really make sure it is a 100% done and well-packaged product. The time it takes, that is a common mistake. Everything takes more time than you think it will. And I'm sure you know this, (laughs) I want to validate it, because it takes – more time. In fact, just today before I was doing this show, I have something I'm trying to get done for next week. And so it's almost done today, right? I gave myself a week cushion. But of course, the one thing I have to complete, it leads to three more things that are tied to it. And I have to update the landing page and make sure the link is properly connected and, you know, all these other things that come up as a result of one project. So give yourself more time than you think to get it done. Don't needlessly stress yourself out. Give yourself those, the cushion period of extra days, extra weeks to get it right. Because inevitably stuff takes longer than you realize. For example, if you're uploading to Kindle for the first time, you can upload to Kindle and preview your book and you'll go through it and you'll see something has to be changed or an image doesn't show up properly or you need to make change. You know, it's that kind of thing. Stuff that you don't foresee when you're doing it the first time because you just don't know. You just didn't realize that it would be something that would take Up your time, so it takes more time than you expect. Um, The other thing here, number three, be open to the changes that are necessary. It's so normal for there to be changes in what we create and finalize and put out there. Uh, Be open to changing, for example, the title of an online course. So that it resonates with the right people you're trying to reach or be open to changing the imagery you use so that it's, it's more emotionally on target or be open to changing your book cover. I've done that. I've done that. I don't know, three or four times. I've had to change my book cover because I realized it really wasn't good enough. And that was after I launched it, by the way. And so I was like, you know what, if this book is going to make more of an impact or if it's going to really connect with the right readers, I have to change the book cover. And I didn't realize that until afterwards. So uh, again, it's just stuff you learn as you go along. So be open to changing your book cover because the imagery and the emotional messaging of a book cover needs to connect. It needs to fit in your genre It needs to be the right style. It needs to be something that your audience visually recognizes as, oh, yeah, that's the kind of book I want to read. I mean, you know, the cover of a romance book is very different than the cover of a crime thriller. So you have to make sure that your book cover is on, on track with your readership. Also, be willing to change your blurb, your book blurb or the description of your product, or what's on the landing page before someone purchases. All of that, you don't want to be locked in too soon. You want, to, you want to make sure it's on target. So what you do is you get other people's opinions or feedback. You ask, is this communicating what I need to say? Am I forgetting anything? This is stuff that we can forget, because you're, you're used to going it alone or you're used to doing it all yourself, but you need that feedback from people you trust and who get what you're doing and offering. So please be sure to be open to the changes and to get feedback uh, from the right people so that you can really make the most of whomever finds your book. You know, they're on your page on Amazon, they love the cover, the book blurb speaks to them, sale, then you make a sale, right? So you want to make sure all of those things are in place. And it, it can take time to make sure that that is in place, but these are, these are things that are important. Um, so that was number three. Number four, the importance of experimentation This pertains to what I just said in number three, be w- willing to experiment with what captivates the right audience. Uh, this can be as simple as doing A-B tests in your Facebook ads. Or if you're, if you're doing a second book cover, um, take it to an author group for feedback, or take it, put it in an email, and send it to your readership, and ask them for feedback. Which book cover do you prefer on my next upcoming book? Be open to experimenting and trying new things, and not being locked in, because you'll find that you'll get more feedback and more information than you could have ever imagined, and that it's important to have your pulse on what people want on what they want. So ask people what they want, and then make sure that you're not too locked in, because we can get so in our heads, okay, and we can try to figure it out mentally. The other thing I see related to this is I see people blatantly duplicating someone else's program, say the imagery or the title Because it works, right? And you say, oh, well, this person is doing a class on, let's say, public speaking, and they're using this imagery, and these da 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 And then basically you want to make sure you're never, ever repurposing other people's content or duplicating what they're doing. Um, I think that's an issue of integrity. I think that's an issue of understanding um, and respecting other people's work. So you, you have to make sure that you're not even unconsciously duplicating or repurposing other people's stuff. So if you see something that inspires you or that you say, oh, I can, I can talk on that same topic too or I could write about that too, um, you have to make it your own. In some ways, this goes without saying, right? But it's part of the importance of experimentation and understanding that we we really have to make sure that we're authentic and in integrity with what we offer and share. So stay open to that. Um, You don't want to make those mistakes of being a little too close for comfort to someone else's um, exact offering. That was number four. Number five, this is a big one. Um, number five is that you could be making the mistake of doing it all alone without support or tribal knowledge, quote, unquote, tribal knowledge. If you're an author, there are awesome author groups on Facebook. Just, Google, just type in to the Facebook search bar author groups or author support group or author um, communities and look at what they're about, look at how many people are in them, look at, you know, read their guidelines. You will find and benefit from so much tribal knowledge by being a part of a group, an online group. And you can be a lurker who only reads and learns, or you can contribute, or you can make comments, but you will be in touch with what's really going on these days in these different um, individual groups that are amazing. And I'm a part of groups that are filled with people who are so smart and have great ideas and great solutions. And it reminds me that I'm not the only one. And you need that. You need that mentally, emotionally. You need that sense of, okay, there's other people who have asked this exact same question today. And that is also a benefit, is that when you join some of these groups, you can just search in the group for different topics, different keyword topics uh, that people have discussed, and you'll see the answers and input from other people. So for example, in these author groups, people will share three or four book covers that they're considering for their next book, and they'll ask for feedback you prefer book A, B, C, or D? And they'll get great feedback from authors who might be in their genre, who might not, but they'll get that sense of where to go next. So you don't have to figure it out by yourself. You need to be a part of people who are in it with you. And I find that especially with indie authors, they're really generous with their knowledge, experience, advice, um, I love that indie authors help each other, and I love um, that people are willing to be so, I'm going to say, generous and expansive with their knowledge. And and it's a, actually quite unique. I mean, it doesn't happen in other professions where everyone just shares what works, what doesn't work, do this, don't do this. Readers hate that. Um For example, one thing that authors know is to avoid Goodreads. That website is notorious for being hard on authors and for being really critical. And one of the uh, stories I heard from a literary agent, they said, go to Goodreads.com, start your author account, make sure all of your books or your book is linked to your author account, then sign off and never log on again. <laughs> and it's, it's true. Goodreads can be brutal, but it's that kind of advice. Like with other people who are in it with you, it validates you, gives you direction. Um, it, it just, it's a wonderful resource. So please know you don't have to go it alone without support. And when you're first starting out – you might not know where to go or what to do um, for those of us who are also entrepreneurs, you know I would also recommend looking for groups of other similar business owners. so if you 're a yoga teacher, you know, there's probably many groups for yoga teachers, um, but maybe you don 't want a yoga teacher group, maybe you want a group for business development. Go there, do that, find other people that you can benefit from and that you can learn from. Because that's one of the best things about uh, social media these days, is that you can connect with others in a really beautiful way. I I just joined this other group that was recommended to me, and I thought, oh, man, one more group? (laughs) I don't know if I have time for one more group. But even just signing in and skimming it, and I, I happen to love this group, it's worth it. It's worth it. So you don't have to go it alone. And that can be a mistake that you're unknowingly making, is that you think it's all on your shoulders. But I guarantee you there are other people who are in the same place and who have more to share. Uh, Okay, so number six is keep going with what you're doing. And... By that, I mean, well, just referencing the fact that I had to launch my first book three times, keep going, keep researching. Um, don't put so much pressure on yourself that it's one and done, that it has to be the one and only launch if you're doing a program, if you're offering a new service, um, it takes people time to find you to relate to you to build a connection to you right if you're listening to this podcast for the first time and you're like i don't know who this lady is but i kind of like her well thank you but you know i understand that you're not probably going to buy right away you're going to you know understand more of what i have to say and check out the website maybe get on the email list like there's things you do to build a relationship with someone and you have to keep going so that people can continually connect with you and find you and trust you it takes time these days because everyone's online and you know you got the spammers online and you've got the big influencers that seem untouchable and you have people who are experts in their genre and who have a strong following and It's like there's just a lot of different people on the playground. And I feel like what you have to do is understand that it is more about perseverance than ever before. And I had this one gal who had a fabulous online course, beautifully done, great information, um, she's wonderful on camera. She does great with video. She's a she's just a brilliant communicator. And she launched her program. And after one week, she said, "It's not working. No one's. It's not working. I haven't made a sale, and I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore." And she gave up. After all this time and energy she put into a beautiful product, and I thought. No, no, no. (laughs) I was trying to get her back on track. And she decided that what happened is that her expectations were not realistic and that she didn't have enough money to market. And I steered her back to a realistic place that when you have a new program or a new book, anything new – Unless you already have a platform or a following for that exact topic, you have to have a long-term perspective on it. Because it's going to take people time to find you, get to know you, to trust you, and then to pay you. And so one week tells you nothing. It, I mean, if you're brand new to a topic, and, and you have to give it, Months months is more realistic, not one week. so she just decided to take a break and she would la- relaunch it again in a few months and in the meantime, in those next in those open few months, she could be finding the people who would be interested in this program topic so You have to keep going, and you can't just give up on something if it doesn't get immediate results. Some people do have that expectation, and some people make that mistake. Please know it's never personal, and it's only because it takes more time these days to connect with people. But don't give up on what you're doing, and and don't give up on your product and, and what you've created keep going, perseverance, fortitude. These should be your keywords these days. Um, I still share on my social media channels, specifically Facebook and Instagram, quotes from my books that to me are old news. I'm like, this is from 2013. This is from 2014. But to some people, they're just finding it in 2018. And I share these quotes, because they generate sales for me. And I've actually witnessed when I stop sharing the quotes, my sales go down for my books. So again, you play a long game. And it could be old to you. It could be boring to you. But it's probably new to other people. So keep going. And don't make the mistake that it's immediate results or that you instantly get the sale. It takes time. And then my seventh and final tip here is money. And the common mistake is people don't understand how much money it takes these days to market and advertise and promote. And so you should have money to do all that. You need money to market a book. You need money to advertise your products or your programs. One of the best ways is through Social media, Facebook ads, and Instagram ads are wonderful because you can select exactly the amount you want to spend. Like if you just want to spend 50 bucks for a week and you want to hone in on a target market and you want to be very specific about the country or the age or the gender of who you're marketing to, you can do all that. It's an amazing tool. And you can set the, the budget. You have to have money to market these days because free only goes so far. Mostly that's because of how the algorithms are changing on the major platforms. You really can't reach people um, as much as you'd like with free. You just can't. Um, So you have to expect to pay. So that is my last and final thing to share with you is that you can have the wrong expectation about Marketing and the costs of marketing. Um, you have to pay to get Facebook page likes, uh, to boost a post, to run an ad, to redirect to your email opt-in, to offer something free, to get people to watch a video. You need money. Make sure that that is something that you're planning for. And yes, you can do things for free, and you should, but realistically, if you're going to go bigger, you, you need to pay money. And that's something that people can be unaware of. And they can have disappointing results and be bummed out and think, what did I do wrong? And you didn't do anything wrong. You just have to pay to play. And that's just pretty typical these days. And that's how these uh, social media platforms especially are running. And, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about, you know, Facebook's um, increase in their stocks and how they're doing as a business, well, that's because everyone's paying to advertise on the platform. I was uh, just doing my taxes, and I have to go onto Facebook to see how much I spent in the last year on Facebook ads. And then it gives me my overall how much I spent through the life of ads. And I can't remember when Facebook ads came out. Um, so I mean, I'm going to say 2013. So I, my number is $5,000. I spent $5,000 on Facebook ads for the last, say, four or five years. Let's just round it out, say, five years, so about $1,000 a year, which really isn't a lot. Um, You know, there's people who run their Facebook ads on, uh, I've seen people, it's $1,000 a day because they're selling um, high-end programs. And so their ROI, their return on investment, covers the cost of their Facebook ads. But these are people who are high performers. I mean, they have, you know, a big following and they can command a higher price. The stuff that I will advertise for has to do with my, my books or my programs or, new things I'm launching and bringing people in and um, maybe going to Amazon um, for a book or I'm trying to think what else. Like I, I really haven't had any high-cost um, high ads or, excuse me, high-cost programs that I've advertised on Facebook uh, because that's not, I do business through word of mouth. That's one of my main um, channels of sales is, is word-of-mouth recommendations because I've been doing it for so long. But I use Facebook ads for new things, to get in touch with people, to reach more people, blah, blah, blah. So it's, a, it's an important part of my business, but I don't, it's not a ton of money to me. $1,000 a year, that's fine. Like that's, that's where I'm comfortable. And I'm guessing that will increase in the years to come only because Facebook is proving to be an important platform for marketing and sales. So set aside money for advertising, promoting, and marketing. Otherwise, you really won't be able to get very far and you won't get to the next level. And that's something to just be aware of. So there you go, seven tips for how to avoid Uh, some of these common mistakes or setbacks, Uh, I hope this has given you some good insight into what is realistic and what is common. I hope it helps give you some ideas of how to solve some of the stuff and to realistically be ahead of the game so that, for example, you have a group on Facebook of others who understand what you're going through and who know what it means to be an author or a business owner. So thank you so much for joining me. Please be sure to check out the previous episodes where I share more information with you. And I also look forward to connecting with you in upcoming episodes. You can find me on Facebook as Business and Books with Molly McCord. And I have a new Instagram as well under that same name. And I look forward to connecting with you. And I really appreciate your time today. So I'll see you again really soon. Take good care. Thank you.